Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 138 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. On this week's episode, we're doing something a little bit different, but we're doing a coaching call with someone that we've already had on the podcast. So Jess from Simply Jess Skincare, it is a skincare brand, and I talk about her quite often on the podcast because I'm a huge fan of her product. And she was also one of my one-on-one clients. So she had, you know, I've worked with her for a while and, you know, she's a friend now and all that. So anyway, Jess is amazing. And what we're going to talk about on the podcast this week is how to introduce a print-on-demand product. So Jess wants to, she has her skincare brand. So she sells, you know, serums, oils, um, facial products. And she wants to include a sweatshirt. She wants to start selling um, sweatshirt and apparel that can kind of complement her other products. They can complement her brand and just add a new revenue stream. And so print on demand is a really easy way to get started in that. And if you're interested in learning more about um, print on demand, we have um, an episode. Let's see. It is episode 106, How to Create a Profitable Print-on-Demand Product with Audrey Candil. That came out a few episodes ago, or actually a few months ago, sorry. Um, that episode dives deep into print-on-demand, like what it is, how you get started. So if you have any questions on print-on-demand, definitely check that out. And Audrey also has a course, and she has freebies that can kind of get you some pointers to get started. So um, yeah, you can check that out. But for now, um, we we talk through for Jeff like how she could incorporate this new sweatshirt into her product line, which for a lot of you listening, if you have any kind of physical product brand, if you sell scrunchies, skincare, um, anything, makeup, beauty products, clothes, well, actually, no, this wouldn't apply to clothes because you're already making clothes. Um, It's very easy for you to incorporate another product like a print on demand t-shirt or sweatshirt because you don't have to have inventory. So it's super easy. But there are certain things that you want to do to get this product up off the ground and launch correctly and do all the things that we know we need to do when we have a product. So we dive deep into this on this episode's coaching call. So super fun. Um, I had a lot of fun chatting with Jess and we talked through a lot of different things for this one question. So if you, um, I think you should listen either way. However, if you have a brand and you're like, hmm, I kind of want to sell like a t-shirt or sweatshirt or something like that, then this episode will be perfect for you. So grab your coffee, grab your wine. It's going to be an amazing episode. Hello, Jess. What is going on? Welcome back to the podcast. I think you are my first person who has now been on twice. So yay. Fabulous. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. I'm so excited. Me too. So we're going to talk 
we're doing a coaching call today. So you are going to ask a question and then we're going to kind of talk through how this would work for your business. But before we get started, if you want to just give a quick introduction, like who you are, what your brand is, and yeah, just tell everyone who you are. Okay. Um, thanks for having me back. I am Jess. I am the owner of Simply Jess Skincare, which is an all-natural skincare brand based in um, Orange County, California. I am an esthetician of uh, just about, oh, next year will be 20 years. I've been an esthetician. Oh wow. And in the beauty industry for all of that time, um, I've worked for different spas, salons. Um, I've worked for three major skincare brands and decided I wanted to start my own brand in, it was 2018. Wow. And you are no stranger to like being mentioned on the podcast. I feel like I always use your brand as examples for things. And I'm always like, oh, simply just skincare. And, you know, and I'm obviously a huge fan of your product. I love your product. And I was just telling Jess before we started recording, I need to order more because I am all out. So I'm excited to have you back. And just for like, interesting information, Jess was one of my one on one clients. And we basically send messages to each other about animals every single day. I'm like, oh my God, look at this mountain lion video. And then, ooh, look at this bear video. It's it's a little, it's our thing now. So a little obsessed with animals. Yeah, I love it. And like the algorithm on every platform knows Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, all I get in any of my feeds are like, oh my God, this grizzly bear broke into this camper. <laughs> like the mountain lion stalked this couple on a trail in Colorado. Like every algorithm knows that like all I want to read about is like weird animal encounters. So anyway, I, I just watched a TikTok so and a grizzly bear opening the top of a jacuzzi like that right before we got on the call. I'm like, oh my oh God. My God. <laughs> that is so funny. I love it. Um, targeted too. I love it. Okay, cool. So yeah, so let's just dive into it. You you're gonna you have a topic you want to learn more about for your business. So just for context, again, Jess already has an existing skincare brand. She sells like facial oil serums, um, facial like I forget that product, gua sha, gua sa, that stone thing that you rub on your face. Um, <laughs> she sells all that stuff uh, under eye like patches. I'm not doing a good job of talking about your product. Um, that's perfect. Serum, toner, masks. Yep. So that's her brand right now. And then she's going to ask a question how about her brand, like, you know, a specific thing that she wants some support with. So, okay, go. I feel like I'm very inarticulate today also. So, (laughs) so my question is, I have an existing website and I have an existing brand. And what I would like to do is add something to that that is completely different, but related in a way. So I love, I'm kind of obsessed with sweatshirts. I wear them all the time. I have like a million and I want to have something branded, uh, a branded sweatshirt and add it to my line. And I um, am very interested in learning about print on demand because I don't want a bunch of inventory. I don't want to invest yes. in all that. And I don't want to do it myself because I'm already so busy, busy with my skincare line. So um, anything that I can learn about like print on demand, sweatshirts 101 is really my biggest question. Okay. So, and I know that you have one sweatshirt done now. What first, like maybe like to just backtrack just for context, 
why, what made you think like, oh, I should do a sweatshirt. Like I should create an apparel product to add to my suite of existing skin, existing skincare brand. I'm just curious, like what made you want to do that before we talk? Yeah. Well, I, I feel like I wanted one for myself and that's kind of like how every product has come about in my line anyway. I'm like, mm-hmm. I need an oil. So I make one and Mm -hmm. I feel like because I know exactly what I want as far as skincare, um, as far as a sweatshirt, sorry, I want it to be like related to skincare. I want to have one that's branded with my, with my company name, but I also like I'm big in self-care. So I want something that represents, um, self-care and skincare, but I want it to be something that is just super cute that kind of it definitely fits with the theme of my brand and my look, but I just think a sweatshirt would, would flow so well and be so cute. And I just thought it would be a nice compliment to what I already have. It's so different, but I think it could work. So I was like, I, I I think having something like this, I know I would buy it. I know I would want it. And the people that or my clients are kind of similar to me. So that's kind of how it all started. I'm like, I want this, but I think it would be cute. And I think other people would like it too. Okay. I love it so much. And I love that because I know that the sweatshirt says self-care because you showed me an image earlier. So just yeah. for visual purposes for everyone listening, um, it's like a black sweatshirt and it says self-care in a cute font. Um I think just one thing that I just want to point out that you're doing a great job with is like you're not creating. So I think when you already have so everyone listening, for the most part, already has an existing physical product like they sell, they make candles or they sell pet trees or they have like whatever different products. Um, and when you're wanting to add something different, especially through like a print on demand, you ideally you want it to just feel seamless, like it feels like just another extension of your brand, kind of like like I was watching Stranger Things last night and uh, Vecta, Vecner, oh my God, I'm blanking on the name, Vecna, that like creepy guy. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I saw season one. If he was in season one, I remember it. He's like the creepy guy and he has like all like the alien like legs and it's like an octopus, like all the tentacles that pop out of him and then they like retract. It's so creepy. Anyway, like the tentacles are sort of your brand, like you sell skincare and serums. And so like each tentacle is like your product. But then when you're adding like a new thing, you want it to just be like another, this is such a weird um, way to describe this, but this is what's popping into my brain. So let's go with it. Um, you want it to be like another tentacle. And so I love that yours is like, it's it's a different thing. But it fits right in because it like what you don't want when you're doing another product that's totally different is like, you know, you sell skincare and then you were like, oh, I'm going to sell. um," I'm like literally looking around my office. I'm going to sell like uh, custom pet portraits like that makes no sense. So that would be like the Stranger Things Vecna. That would be like if you added like a, a like a third leg, like it doesn't quite work. But what you're adding in makes total sense and like it fits with your brand. It fits with your brand like your products are about making someone feel and look better. And so you're already helping someone with self-care. And so I just want to kind of point that out because that's a really important part of when you're adding like a different type of product like that, that it needs to fit in seamlessly. It can't just be like, 
a random thing that makes no sense because then you you're probably better off just creating like another website or something. So anyway, I want to point that out because I think you've done a great job with, okay, I want to create maybe a sweatshirt, but like, I don't really know what to do. But what would make sense for my audience and my brand right now? And so you've nailed that part. So like, I just want to say great job. I think to start off with like, you obviously with print on demand, and I have I sell one t shirt on print on demand. And the process I would say is like, so easy. (laughs) So easy. Um, I yeah, so I don't talk about my print on demand. But Basically, like for starters, you need to have a platform. So I use Printful, but basically there's multiple platforms. The only ones I'm aware of, I'm sure there's many others out there, but there's like Printful and Printify. Um, I signed up with Printful, I think. Do I did it was it Printful? Let me just double check. I don't want to like talk about the wrong brand. I think I signed up for Printful. Let me just double check though. Um and yeah, super easy. So are you signed up with like one of those platforms or are I you? I signed up with Printful. Okay. So yeah. So once you sign up for the platform, like, and again, if you have specific questions, we can dive into that. But I think like the basic way to start is like you want to have a print on demand platform. And these platforms, um, if my memory recalls, are free. You, there's some charge when you actually like you know, get the orders and all that, but you sign up for the platform. And then the other part is like, you want to have your design, which I believe you now already have as well. So did you work with a designer or did you do it yourself? Yes. I I worked with the designer that I use for all my graphics. Okay. So yeah, so you have the, you have your design. That's like the biggest thing for, and for someone who's listening and they're like, what is print on demand? Basically like in a nutshell, print on demand is a way that you can create and sell products and not have to have inventory. So it's really, really, really amazing um, for any of you listening who spend all day lugging things to the post office, packing orders. It's very time intensive, time and labor intensive. Print on demand allows you to ship product. They, the company will, or like their third, third, I cannot talk. I don't know what's wrong with my brain today. Um, the third party will print and ship for you. So you don't have to have inventory and you don't have to ship and pack order. So it's kind of really cool. So you take a design. So you have sort of a design or vector image made, and then you place it on a sweatshirt, a t-shirt, a mug. um, I mean, a a tote bag. I think the the possibilities are literally endless. You can pretty much do print on demand on almost any physical product nowadays. It's, It's amazing. And these platforms will integrate directly with Etsy, with Shopify, so if you already have a Shopify store, it everything integrates seamlessly. So you can literally be like, hey, I want to create a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, a mug and sell on my store or on Instagram and you connect it and it's a very easy process. So just for context and what print on demand is. So, um, okay. So back to your question. So you have this idea, you've gotten the design, you have, I believe, a sample of your sweatshirt. So what's next? Like, where do you feel stuck? Like, what do you think you need help with now? Yeah. So that's all I've done. I got the sample. I haven't like done anything else. So, and I, I did it so quick that I, I feel like I need to go back and like figure out what you just said, which is integrate it. I think that's my next step. I need to go integrate it with my Shopify store. Okay. And, um, and then I guess, I guess that's my, my next step. Um, and then also just like, create, I guess the next step would be like create an image and a product in my Shopify store to, you know, to make sure that people can see when they shop. 
that I have this yeah. whole time. So I think, and you know my answer on, you, like you already know my stance on product photography because we work together and I'm a psycho. Um, you want to have lifestyle images. So when you have print-on-demand platforms, they will give you mock-up images. So let's talk about mock-up images for a sec. So they will give you, and I'm not sure if you've gotten your mock-up images from Printful um, or Printify, but like they're not good. They're not good. They're not, they're terrible. Okay. And so like, <laughs> and you can tell like they look like stock. I hate stock images. I think stock images have a purpose in life. The purpose in life is not to help you sell your product because they won't help you sell your product. Um, you need like real images of someone wearing the sweatshirt, probably you, or like if you, I know, I know that you do photo shoots. So you want to have like you know, a few of those. We don't have to get crazy here, but like you want real people wearing the sweatshirts, ideally in a situation that makes sense for your brand. So for you, like if the sweatshirt says self-care, what I off the top of my head, like what I think would be kind of cool is like literally someone sitting at the beach. And I know you live near the beach in California. Someone sitting on the beach with a book or a journal. And maybe you have like one of your products peeped like poked out of a bag or something which I think is kind of fun uh like your toner spray could be poked out of like a tote bag or something and then they're just sitting on the beach with a book or a journal or whatever maybe they have sunglasses on or not and they're wearing the self-care sweatshirt like that is how you sell the fucking product not the boring back like you can tell I'm all hyped up about this not the boring white background with like a very generic looking I don't know what, okay, I feel like you need to like log into Printful as we're talking and you'll know, you'll be like, oh my God, yes, those are terrible. They're like, they 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 have these people that, um, models or whatever, a different like, you know, ethnicities and, and everything, which is awesome. But you can tell it's a stock image. And so for me, like, I don't like those at all. And I'm such a passionate like advocate of lifestyle photos are what will help sell your product and like you need to do those. So I get really mad when I see like <laughs> websites that have the print I can and I can tell too. I can spot them in a second that have like the print on demand mock-up photos because they're pretty bad. So anyway, um I would say that would be your next step is to just get like a, a few simple photos and it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could literally be you and a friend go to the beach, make a little scene, and someone takes photos with an iPhone. I mean, we don't have to hire a an expensive photographer, but I think you want to get some of those. And then what would be cool is they have, and I'm not sure if you know a lot about mock-up photos, but like you want to find the style of sweatshirt that you're going to be selling. So it's like Bella Canvas hoodie 294, whatever it's called, whatever. You you can go to Etsy and you can look up that name and then you can find mock-up photos. So someone, so even though I just said don't use the mock-up photos, however, those are from like the Printful platform or the Printify platform. If you buy an actual mock-up photo from Etsy from someone who creates these, you can get one that really fits in with your brand. And there's amazing ones, amazing, amazing, amazing ones. So you can get one that's kind of like boho-y or you can get like a person like, you know, kind of like posing somewhere and they're like holding their hair and it's like the black sweatshirt and you pop your logo on it or your design. So like I would spend money on those and they're literally like five bucks. 
Oh, awesome. Yeah. So I think you should get some on your own. But if you can't, literally, and I can send you, um, I can find some links and I'll add them to the show notes here. I'm not sure. I think I told you before, but I was doing like, I was going to start doing mock-up photos and selling them. And I launched it on Etsy. I launched an Instagram account. I hired someone to do a group of photos and then I just stopped doing it. And now I don't know if I'm going to go back to doing it. I just, I don't know. It was an idea that I was really into and then, and then I wasn't. So and that's how my brain works all the time. Um, but yes, there are a lot of people on Etsy who who sell beautiful mock-up photos. And they're in a lot of cool locations. Actually, you might not even need to do your own photo shoot. You could literally just get some mock-up photos from Etsy. So, I love that idea. I, I do love the idea of going to the beach too, because that mm-hmm. is, that's like what I love. And yeah. I can just picture like the sweatshirt and the journal. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really pretty. Yeah. And it like doesn't have to be anything crazy. You're just trying, you're, you're making it look like a real situation. And then someone sees that photo and they're like, oh, I need that sweatshirt. You know, like you, you create an experience. That's the point here. So, love it. So, like, that would be a next step too. And like I said, I will, one, I'll send you some links personally from Etsy that I like because I, I have an entire spreadsheet of, mock-up photos basically because I'm crazy um but I'll add some to the show notes for anyone listening if you want to get some of these too because people are very talented and they already have made these beautiful photos that you can just so that so how that would work too is like you go to Etsy you find a mock-up photo that you like and it's basically like a real life photographer that's taking photos of people with a blank like if you're selling on a blank um like a black hooded Bella Canvas sweatshirt. Um, they'll take photos with a blank sweatshirt and then you go into like Canva or Photoshop and you open that photo up and then you pop plop your design for that sweatshirt or t-shirt or mug onto the photo. And then it looks like it's really taken. It's it's actually like, it's an amazing little industry. I love mock-up photos. Oh, I had never even heard of that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I love that. See, I thought like I thought you were told like I I I was figure I figured that you like already had this whole thing like ready to launch. So okay, cool. Well, I'm glad we could help with a few things. Um, okay, so you have your photos now. You have your so yeah. Then you you want to get all those uploaded into Printful, and then you want to integrate with your Shopify store or Etsy. You can also sell on Etsy. So that was my other question. Um, I have my Simply Just website. And I'm definitely going to put it there, but do I start an Etsy store too? And because so to, to start and I'm, I don't want to do, I don't want my whole page to be sweatshirts, but Mm -hmm. I definitely want a couple. Yeah. Um, And so I was just thinking like, should I just keep it to my website or do you think I should also throw it up on Etsy, which I know I've used, I started on Etsy. So I, it's super easy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like that would be really simple to do. Um, and I feel like if I'm not really talking about Etsy or like, um, mentioning it and promoting it, it probably won't do anything because there's a million people on Etsy. So I went, that was my second question about, um, do I keep it on simply just, or do I also do another place as well? I mean, I'm all about multiple avenues of getting sales. So totally put it Etsy. Okay. Yeah. And it's, you know, you know, Etsy, like it's, it's, it's easy. Yeah. 
And I mean, it's not like it's extensive or I won't, I'll have to do anything. It's pretty, it's yeah. like, yeah. I mean, obviously you want to drive traffic to your own store. Like, you know that. So Instagram, social media, blog posts, TikTok, everything goes to your store. Um, but Etsy is a marketplace and it's a search engine. And so someone goes to Etsy and they're like, self-care sweatshirt. As long as your page is optimized with those keywords, you know, Etsy the thing with Etsy too, and I've, um, I sell digital products on Etsy and I do sell my one print on demand kids t-shirt on Etsy and I've only made one sale. So again, I'm not telling, I'm not pretending to be some, like I'm an expert on print on demand, <laughs> but I also just make, I make no effort. I threw it up there and like, I, I never even really optimized the page. It was sort of like, after I launched my kid's book, I was like, I want to have like a kid's sweatshirt that kind of goes with it. And then I, the second half of 2022, I have committed to like going back and being like, okay, now I've made this book. I need to, I need to do more things with it. And with this t-shirt, it's just, I have my list of priorities and those kind of fall to the bottom. Unfortunately, it was more like a fun project, honestly. So for me, it's kind of like, eh, whatever it's on Etsy. If people buy it, cool. I, you know, it's all good. Um, <laughs> but yes, with Etsy, like you have to optimize everything. So like you know, when you're adding your images, they should be titled like, and obviously do keyword research. Like what are people searching for when it comes to like self-care apparel? Are they searching for self-care sweatshirts, self-care t-shirts, like self-care apparel? You want to know those words that people are searching for. And obviously you can do that um, with, you know, Uber suggest. But if you want to do it within Etsy, you can use um, Marmalade. Do you know that tool, Marmalade? Oh, I've never heard of that. Um, Marmalade is a really awesome Etsy tool where it'll tell you what people are searching for. And it also ranks your listing. So if you have like three or four listings in Etsy and you're like, God, I'm not getting any sales. I wonder why. And you sign up with Marmalade. You can get a free trial for, I think like 14 days. If you Google it, they, I don't think they just offer it to you, but I Googled it and I found a coupon from someone. And I've, I always tell everyone like, just Google it. You'll find a coupon you get free 14 days or 30 days or something. But yeah, you add your listings, like you connect Marmalade to your Etsy listings, and then it will it'll uh, grade your listings for you. So it'll say like this listing, you're getting a C. And but, but the best part is like, this is why you're getting a C. And it will tell you exactly what you're doing wrong in your listing. So it's such an awesome tool. Because when you do that, you can then go in and be like, oh, yeah, I didn't add enough tags to my product. Oh, I didn't add a long enough title. I didn't add enough images. I should add a video. So it tells you what you need to fix. And the higher your ranking is, the more optimized your listing is. So more people will, it'll get pushed out to more people. So it's pretty awesome. So I would say if you want to do Etsy 100%, but just make sure that you're Make sure that you're optimizing stuff, you know, and you can literally go to go to Marmalade, watch some YouTube videos on how it works and do your listings like in one day. You know, you don't have to subscribe to the platform if you want to. I think it's worth like the 20 bucks a month, but like it's probably not super necessary if you're only just selling a few things on Etsy, you know. And as you know, like Etsy, you still want to have your lifestyle photos and you really want to have like your main cover image or not cover image, like that first image that shows up on your listing, like that should be absolutely like your scroll stopper. And then you want to have a really awesome title. So 
keywords, what are people searching for? Very clear. Like it wouldn't like I wouldn't title it simply just sweatshirt. It should be like self-care sweatshirt, um, self-care t-shirt, like gifts for self-care. Like you want to really dive deep into what people are searching for. And Marmalade will also tell you that information. So I freaking love Marmalade. I've used it um, quite a bit with my clients because they're like, oh, I'm not getting any sales. And we're like, all right, let's let's do Marmalade. And then it's like all their listings get Fs. I'm like, okay, well, this is why you're not getting this is why you're not getting sales. Let's fix that. And we, you know, as you know, I'm like, dive into the keyword research. You got to know what people are searching for. You can never assume what people are searching for because I'm, because you're probably not correct. You know what I mean? So I I love, I've never even heard of that. So that's exciting. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So now you know how to listen on Etsy, you know how to optimize. Um, What else? Like where else do you feel like Okay. So my next question is pricing. Um, because I, I paid for my sample and then I'm just wondering, like, is there an industry standard or like, what do people do for like print on demand pricing? Like I have no idea. So I think it depends on what it's going to cost. Cause I know that they tell you like, this will cost $25 to sort of do. I mean, in general, like you really want to have like 50% margin, you know, like you want to have 50% profit. It just depends on the product. It depends on sort of a lot of things, but I would try to aim for like, I mean, at least 50% because you want this. Yes, you're selling a product and and yes, this isn't like you're like, if you don't sell sweatshirts, you're going to be homeless or something, but like, this is still part of your business. And like, this isn't for fun. Like you need to make money. Um, impressed with print on demand, like here's the catch with print on demand is that you have to pay more fees. You will get, you will make less profit with print on demand because they're printing it for you. They're processing, well, Shopify is processing it, but they're printing it for you and they are shipping it out for you. So you will make less profit on a print on demand product. Um, do you know what the price point ish for the sweatshirt is? I want to say it was like around 24, 25 bucks for the sweatshirt. Yeah. I mean, for a sweatshirt, I think I don't know like an industry standard for sweatshirts just by research and working with a lot of apparel clients of mine and like students in my programs. I feel like 40s and 40s to 50s, I think are like, I would say standard. I I don't even want to use the word standard. I would say 40s to 50s and the price points are like, I would say what I see a lot of people charging for a sweatshirt. But again, like it comes down to how you're marketing it. How good are your product photos? If you have like stellar photos, so mock-up photos, flat lays, all that kind of stuff, people will look at that and say, oh my gosh, that's a beautiful sweatshirt. I need that. 55 bucks for a sweatshirt, easy, done. But if your product photos suck, then people look at your price and they're like, ew, no, sorry, I'm going to go to Karen's store or whoever. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I think it comes down to marketing and, um, I would say too, especially for Etsy, like I would, I would try to get video. I think that would be really cool. Cause on Etsy, you can, they want you to put video shocker, shocker. Everyone wants you to freaking use video. So yeah. And video, like, as you know, 
you have a white background photo of a sweatshirt, but then you see someone wearing it on a video and like spinning around or whatever the heck they're doing, like cheers, like here's a coffee and they're wearing the sweatshirt. That's going to get people to buy because it looks different on a per. It looks different on a human than it does on a plain static, like flat image, you know? That's great. I, I, of course that makes sense. But when I had my Etsy store, it was like, um, 2012 and. Oh, oh wow. 2012. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No videos. It was a long time ago. So now like yeah. I'll have to re- keep that in mind. Like times have changed for sure. As far yeah. as videos. So yeah. Like on your Etsy listing, it will literally tell you video converts at, because I sell digital products. I have like a few, I sell like how to start and launch a subscription box business. I sell for $10 and I sell like a decent amount. I mean, I don't do anything with it. I do Etsy ads and they're amazing. People will find it, they'll buy it and it's easy, but they always say like, you know, video converts. I forget what Etsy says, but they basically are saying put video on your damn listing, you know? Wow. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's really um, kind of an interesting point. Um, you, I have heard on your podcast before that there was somebody who came on and talked about Etsy ads doing really well and like having really good luck with them. Yeah. So that might be something that I could try too. Oh my God. I love Etsy ads. Um, way better than Facebook or easier. Oh, oh my gosh. It's like not even a comparison. I mean, if you don't know how to like analyze any data, then I think Etsy ads for not you, but just in general, like if you're listening and you're like, well, they throw all these numbers at me and I don't know, like, I think it's actually a really good podcast episode. I need to think, I need to remember this. It's like, how do dissect your analytics with ads? Cause like, if you don't know how to look at those numbers, you don't know if your ads are working or not, you know, and then you're like, well, I guess I'll just keep spending money. But I and that's what I hear from people all the time. They're like, I'm doing Facebook ads. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, how much spend are you getting from the ads? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, okay, well, we need to know that. Because if you don't know how much return on investment you're getting, you don't know if you should keep doing ads or not. And right now, Facebook ads, from what I'm hearing from people, um, in the product space, like they're just really, really challenging. They're with all the new changes with iOS that they rolled out last year. Ads are really hard. And that doesn't mean like they don't work. They do work. And I know a lot of people who, who are killing it with ads. But right now, Facebook ads are harder and more. They're harder and more, more expensive than they ever were before. And so I personally really like Etsy ads because they're easy. You can literally say like, um, yeah, you're like, here, here's the one product I want to do ads on. And they just kind of do it for you. And then they're like, okay, cool. Here's what you spent. Here's the return that you got. Like, it's, it's literally so easy where Facebook, you have to like, they do, and they do that on purpose. Yeah. You know, like I just, I'm not a huge fan of Facebook in general, but like as someone who has just started doing Facebook ads. So like I grew my product-based business without using ads at all. Um, and I've just since March of, so this is 2022, March of 2022, um, just started doing ads for my current business. And the only reason I was able to do that is because I was in a mastermind program, very expensive. And one of the coaches, they have like a Facebook ads coach in the group and you can schedule calls with him, you know, a couple times a month and he will like help you with anything ads that you needed. And so he literally set up my entire thing. I didn't even have a Facebook pixel. 
Okay, that's how far removed. And that's like you should have a Facebook pixel if you're listening um, because you can at least track information. But yeah, he helped me set up everything. And Facebook ads are very, and I'm a marketer. Like I know how to analyze numbers and data and analytics and like throw me someone's Google Analytics account and I will be a happy person going through all that information. But like Facebook ads is a whole new thing. It's very hard. They make it very hard to do the ads and they make it even harder to know if they're working for you and they want people to be confused. So my rambling point here is yes, Etsy is easy and they will tell you, you spent 20 bucks this month and you and you um, got $80 in sales. This is how much you spent on ads. So you can say, okay, I spent 20 bucks on ads. I got $80 in sales. So my return on investment is $60. You know what I mean? Like they make it super, super, super easy. And then also if you have multiple products listed on ads, it'll tell you, I forget what it's called within the ad space, but like I'm learning all the little ad lingo number uh, names, like acronyms. Um, but it tells you like this, ad, this product percentage wise does better than this one which means get rid of the other products and then put more ad spend towards the product that's doing better. So, Oh, that's really helpful. Cause yeah, I, I, um, I think that would be definitely worth, worth it and easy uh-huh. because I've done Facebook ads too. And yeah. uh, I have since stopped because I'm like, it's not working. It's confusing. It's difficult. And it's really expensive. It is. It is expensive. I spent a lot of money this past few months and I've actually turned mine down to like, it's, I don't even know what I'm spending, like a dollar a day or even, I don't know. Yeah. Not much at all. But um, just to keep, I want to keep it running just to have something because if I turn it off and then I'll be like, oh my God, what do I turn back on? I'm like, I, ads are just so confusing to me on Facebook. Um, But yeah, Etsy ads, like once you optimize your listing and you have photos, you have video, you have like a good title, then I think totally you should do ads and you can spend like you can do it for a dollar a day. Like you can say, I only want to spend this much money. And it's, it's sort of like, I don't know. I think you should do it. I love that. I I definitely will. I feel like that's doable. And like, definitely it's not like going to break the bank. No. And, but like, I think more importantly with, with Etsy ads is you can, you can look at your numbers and be like, okay, the ads are working or they're not working. Like it's very, very black and white. Where with Facebook, it's like, oh my, like you have no idea. There's like charts and this and you, you know, like you have no, like every person I've ever worked with in the past two years, not one person was like, yeah, I'm doing Facebook ads. And and I really understand if they're, they're working for me. Like every person is like, I have no idea. And they're working with agencies who are supposed to be like, if you're working with an agency and you're spending two grand a month for a Facebook ad person to manage for you, they should be giving you reports and being like, here's all this crap that you should know. But like, here's what you need to know. You spend this much this month and you got this much in sales. Like everything else you can like figure out, but you need to know those two things. And like most people that I work with or have worked with, they have no idea. Yeah. You know, and that's a problem. That's a problem because Facebook is making it so hard for you to know that information. So. Right. Okay. Well, that that's yeah. I'm 100% going to do that. I feel like I just went on like a major rant about Facebook ads, but also why Etsy ads are awesome. I'm a huge fan of Etsy ads because I think they do it in their, 
like this is going to sound weird, but I think they do ads in a more ethical way because they make it easy for you to understand the data, you know? Right. Okay. No more on Etsy ads. I feel like I'm going to go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So where where do you think you're at now? So you have an, a good idea about product photos. You're going to integrate your store. I'm going to create an Etsy store. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the next part is just getting the word out really. So that would be like doing my marketing, going on my social media, um, with my photos and announce it and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah. sell really, that's the next, I think that's yeah. like the final step. Yeah, I think pretty much. I mean, you want to get samples, you want to get some photos. Um, and then it's just, yeah, like marketing, you know, yeah. getting the word out, posting on your feed, um, I would also say too on your website, like, where, do you know how you're going to organize it on your website? Are you going to do like what I think would be kind of cool is I like how I just asked you a question, then I just answered it. Like, I'm like, I'm just going to answer. Um, yeah, like, you <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how I'm like obsessed with website stuff. I love like, oh my gosh, I love website. So what I think would be cool is if you had it as like a feature, and this is like not anything earth shattering. If you had your website and then underneath like where you have like your main collections or let me open up your website. I think that probably makes more sense. So simply just skincare. Okay, so let me look at your website really quick. Okay, so we have your website and, you know, I just think it's kind of cool that you kind of want to highlight this as a new product because I think your website's super pretty and you have really awesome photos. But I think if I'm just kind of scrolling through really quickly on your website, you know how like you have your hero image with your product, then you have a, I believe it's like either a featured collection like assortment or it's just like a, you know it's it's basically like your key products that you sell right and then you have a featured product which is your repair toner so if anyone here is listening you can head over to simplyjustskincare.com i'll put this in the show notes of course and you can kind of follow along of like what i'm sort of referring to here because i think it's good for just for context so underneath repair toner and this is your number one best selling product right correct okay so i would put it underneath I would either put it underneath that or I would put it underneath client's transformation area. I'm not really sure. I ha- I feel like I need to think about this more, but I do think it's a new product and you really want to highlight it. Okay. But not take away from your core things of what you sell. That's kind of where I'm like, hmm, I would put it in one of those spots. Okay. Yeah, I think I would put it above like our passion. And then when it's the picture of you, okay, I might change my mind here. But right now I would put it. Yeah, somewhere in there. I kind of like it underneath the repair toner. Okay, as a featured product. Yeah, that sounds good. Or okay. And then if you have like a collection of sweatshirts, you could do maybe underneath the repair toner, you could have like new self-care apparel line and then have like a featured collection. Yeah, I think that's. And then obviously in your navigation under your shop where it's a drop down. So it says, you know, shop all. And I love how you have your products by skin types slash like skin concerns. So like you have dry skin, oily skin, acne sensitive, perfect. So I would put it on under there somewhere. I don't know if this is like a a nested menu and it's just like under one like block, but I would also have something underneath that that says like 
um, either sweatshirts or apparel line or, um, yeah, I would put like apparel and then maybe in parentheses, like self-care sweatshirt or something. Okay. Or you have it as like a separate category under the menu. So it would say shop all like skincare. And then it would underneath that, it would say, um, apparel and then you would have like sweatshirts. Oh yeah. I could do that too. And then maybe keep the skincare Cause then I have those other two categories that are kind of, um, different too. So friends and parties, blog shop. Yeah. I think you could put it either way. Um, so like home and then shop. So we're looking now at her navigation and her menu. So home shop, then like apparel and then friends and beauty parties, or I I think either way is fine. Honestly. Um, If it's easy for you to add it to your shop drop down, which of course it is. Um, however, you can make that look organized, but I would put it at the bottom. Okay. So your brand is skincare. Keep that a hundred percent prominent, but like this is sort of a new addition that it's just something else that you sell. Um, and then what you could do is you could have some sort of like announcement somewhere. I know that your hero image, you have the announcement bar enjoy 15% off your first order when you sign up for our email list. You could either swap that out for the new like new um, self-care sweatshirt launch or something, or you could just have it placed somewhere else. Because you do have a pop-up that comes up that I believe also gives the 15%. So yeah, I would say I would say either way, but you want to make sure it's organized on your website. Um, so it doesn't confuse people of what you sell, but also it's like, Hey, we also have this new thing. You should totally buy it. So, okay. And okay. Let's talk about one more thing too. So let's talk about, I feel like there's so many things we could talk about. Um, your email sequence. So when someone buys your skincare product, you can now add this into your email sequence. Oh, good. You know, like, oh, you bought this. Guess what else you would love? We had this new sweatshirt. Here's not just like buy my product, but tell the story. Like, why did you create this? Why is self-care important to you? And why is it important? Why is it an important part of your brand's mission or something? But sort of like you storytelling, talk about the sweatshirt and just be like, here, we think you would also love this too. Like, here's the link if you want to grab it or buy it as a gift for a friend. Like, this is also a really cool gift. So... Oh, I love it. I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so important. Yeah. So I kind of like all that. But yeah, like this and like one other idea too is like this is a really cool, um, the price point's a little bit higher to make it like an add-on. And I know that you're already doing your, um, your. are you still doing your under eye patches? Yes. Okay. For, as an add-on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like a perfect add-on. So don't do anything with that. But I think it's like a really cool kind of like so there's an app called One Click Upsell. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but basically you buy something and then after someone buys from you, it then says, oh, hey, we think you would love this too. And you add it to your order, but it's done after you check out. So it doesn't screw up like conversion and all that. Because the more crap you're asking people to, the more you screw with someone's like checkout process, the more likely they actually will not buy from you. And so this person's genius because it happens after you actually buy. So that could be something that you could look into. But again, um, sell some first before you invest in another app. But I do think that could also work really well because this product is like 100% integrates with your brand seamlessly. Like everybody loves sweatshirts, you know, and your statement on the sweatshirt is like very um, like it's just relatable and something that is easy for people to want to buy. 
You know what I mean? So yeah, good. Yeah. So yeah, I would say you can do those things, but yeah, marketing, but like people love your products. As you know, I talk about your product all the time on my podcast. Um, People like your stuff. When people like your stuff and they keep buying from you over and over, then remember that. Capitalize on your existing customers. You don't have to seek out new people here. You likely have an audience of people that already will buy from you when you have a new product. So for you, it's like, how do I convert my existing customers? Okay. For people listening that do not have a product that people like repeatedly buy obsessively, like just does, and your job is to get new people to buy your product, you know? So, yeah. That's great. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Any Anything else? Do you feel like you're on a good, like, do you feel like you have a good, better direction now or like? Yes. Yeah. I feel like I have a lot that I need to do to mm-hmm. and like but I also feel like it won't it's not hard like the I feel like I can get this up and running quick yeah I think so too this is like I think print on demand is, is such an easy I don't want to say easy but it, it kind of is like that honestly I think the hardest part with print on demand when you're first getting started is like thinking of what product that you would buy or that you'd want to start doing and then having a design I think those are the hardest parts like when I did my kids um, t-shirt, I worked with one of my former clients who is a designer. And so she made me a little, she made me the design. She like popped into my brain and knew exactly what I wanted and made the design for me. It was the first draft that she sent me. She sent me like three options. And I was like, oh my gosh, like yes to that one. And we went with it. So um, I think that's the hardest part though. And so you've already done all that. You already know the importance of product photography. Um, I feel like you could have this launch in like a week, you know, just get some mock-ups. Yeah, you're good. I'm excited. This is so helpful. Like oh, I didn't good. know or thought, thought of most of these things. So this is all good. You. I love it. I love like, I'm, I need to do more of these calls because I love, obviously I love like talking about people's brands and asking questions and all that. But I also love helping people when they're, they have like an idea, but they're stuck on like, the execution, like what do I do? There's all these questions in my brain, and I don't, I don't know how to take action. So I like love doing this stuff. So I need to do more of these. So it's, it's so helpful because yeah, you, I, I've never had a hard time coming up with an idea. It's yeah, execution for me that's more difficult, especially when it's something you've never. Yeah. No, so, it totally, totally is. Yeah. Aw. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's obviously good to see you, and um, this is such a this is such an amazing opportunity for like everyone listening. If you have sort of like you have a brand, but you also maybe have an idea for another product that you could add in like in an easy way. So like, again, Jess had a skincare brand and she wanted to do a sweatshirt. So she didn't like think of a sweatshirt idea that made no sense for her brand. She like think of my example when I talked about the Stranger Things Vecna, like the tentacles or whatever he has. Um, it's just like another tentacle kind of. But if she was like, I want to do a sweatshirt and it's going to have like Pokemon cartoons on it, like that makes no sense for her brand. So you need to create something that makes sense for your brand. And it's like another seamless product that makes sense for your audience to also buy from you. So great job, Jess. And this was super fun. This is awesome. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Jess. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at K 
Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.